What is going on, everybody? We are back with another Hidden Falls Media Experience. I got my boy Adrian here. Adrian, what is going on, my man? Uh, how are you? Doing great. So we're on the topic of marketing for the last few weeks. Uh, you know, running with the agency that you guys have and building that up. I'm super, super interested on your perspective of marketing, especially coming out of COVID. We're in the tail end of it, moving into one of the strangest digital presence times we've ever had online. Um, but before we get into there, I kind of want to get into your origin story, your 101. What's the man behind the mask? How do we get to where we are today? <laughs> That's a crazy story. Uh, I may have told it a time or two, but I'll keep it short uh, to keep everybody's attention. But the long and short of it is uh, I was born and raised in Sacramento, California, went to 12 schools growing up as a kid, uh, came from a very broken family. You know, grandparents raised me for the first four years of my life. Then my grandfather passed away right in front of me. Uh, ended up having to go live with my dad and my stepmother who were very abusive people to each other and to myself and our other uh, siblings and just was not a great uh, environment to grow up in. I ended up living with my grandma for a few years again when I was you know, 10, 12 years old, uh, then moved back with my dad and then at 16 I became homeless. Dad said, pack your stuff and get out or I'll pack it for you. So I packed all my stuff and off I went and uh, had to learn how to survive and take care of myself and Slept on park benches and uh, wow. with train riders three times my age were drunk, wandering around in the middle of the night, starting bonfires, doing crazy stuff. And uh, it was a really tough beginning to my story. And, you know, fighting on the streets and just learning how to, how to be a survivor just was always in survival mode. And now since 18 to now, I'm 33, I've spent the rest of my life uh, diving into my faith deeper because I have that foundation that is just part of who I am um, and it's just a big part of you know how God's created me is uh, I'm a hardcore believer and so uh, that has carried me through my whole life but I've had to go from learning how to survive to start thriving and a lot mm -hmm. of that came from the mentors that I've had in my life God's put just incredible people in my life and those people have helped me become who I am today and uh, I started a printing company in 2007 doing graphics and printing for restaurants, bars, pretty much anybody. We were kind of industry agnostic. We worked with anybody and helped small businesses in my community. And I went from zero to 3,000 clients in just a couple of years. And That's then awesome. uh, after my third, three and a half years in, I got an offer to sell the company and try to take it nationwide uh, by an investor. And he just wanted to take the business, kind of absorb everything and push me out. And that's what happened. So I had to learn a hard lesson. Uh, took a year off of work with the money that I got from that and decided, okay, now what, what's next for me? And I went up to Chicago, learned how to do Google ads, running advertising campaigns, got into the Google Engage program. If anybody's been in the business that long, they're familiar with Google Engage. Um, started running ads, implementing my graphics into that, building websites, and really started the marketing side of things. I got offered to come back to California and work at a home improvement company doing lead generation and marketing and all that great stuff. And uh, that was very successful. Uh, I ended up taking them from $800,000 a year to over 24 million. Um, when I left, I actually left the company and went and started my agency full time with my own office, my own team, and started doing that for other businesses in the senior care space and for real estate agents. And again, I went back to that industry agnostic vibe and uh, really had a lot of ups and downs over that time and had a lot of bumping my head against the wall trying to figure out what was going wrong. And uh, really it was the type of clients that I was working with, what I was saying yes to, and just spreading myself too thin. So I decided to make a pivot at the end of 2018 
and kind of walk away from the agency side of the business and focus on being a consultant, a trainer, a speaker, because that's really where I have the most knowledge and I can bring the most breakthrough is by helping those people um, set up systems and processes and infrastructures and basically a marketing machine for their business and make it scalable and repeatable. And uh, that's when I started really focusing on it. That's where my business started to really change. I had the biggest year of my life last year in 2019. And this year I've already beat last year by, I mean, probably 10, 15% already. So it's been awesome. a great career. I got motion graphics guys. I got graphic designers. I have web developers. I got a team of 11 plus me. So it makes a team of 12 people. Uh, it's just been a wild and fun, fun journey. Let's say the least. That's so awesome. And you light up so much when you talk about it, you can tell it's definitely part of the passion, part of the drive and part of your purpose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So Mentoring is, is my purpose. Help you know, help the fatherless and in turn restore broken families. That's really the driving yeah. mission behind it all. While wearing a positive attitude shirt. Like that. Yeah. I love I it. Didn't, I didn't plan. I just threw it on this morning because my <laughs> wife, my wife did laundry and that one was available. I'm like, Hey, I like this shirt. I'm going to put this hey. on. <laughs> yeah. So you, you're in a really cool position because you've seen both sides. You've seen pre where digital really took over and started to scale to traditional print and what that's looked like and i mean now you can't go to a restaurant we're in the middle of uh hopefully towards the end of covid and restaurants are shifting entirely to digital menus yep so you've seen kind of both sides of this switch you've seen uh the world kind of at its peak and then starting to switch into digital what has that been like for you and especially now that you're more in a consulting role and more of a business development role what does that really look like for you and how do you start to kind of approach some of these trends yeah well where the breakthrough happened for me was transitioning from web to print or from print to web Um, i i realized through a mentor that i had gotten at the contracting company who has phd uh and his law degree i mean that was just 36 years of marketing experience he knew the science of marketing and so he taught me the actual psychological process and the science of marketing and so i was able to take my artistic abilities my graphic design skills and my natural eye Combine that with connecting with people, right? Creating a message that actually connects and building out. I already got a great eye for design and building a brand, but I needed to understand the science and how people's brain works, the logical, the ethical, the emotional, those pieces of it. That's where people fall short. And so I was able to kind of combine those two things. And so the printing side was great because I had really stunning artwork, but I didn't have any of the foundation of how to create a marketing strategy. So when I was able to transition into the web world, I was able to actually reach out and, and broaden the audience. Print has, you know, potential to reach a great audience locally and even nationally, but not in the same way that you can with digital marketing. There's so much more targeting, so much more demographics and features that you can go after with digital. That was a game changer for me. So if I could be successful on the printing side, I knew taking that same thing on the graphic or the digital side would be a game changer. And that's really what it's been. So harnessing all the talented people around me that are really great at driving traffic, that are really do great at doing lead generation and paid ads and, you know, geo-targeting and, you know, targeted display and programmatic, all those different programs uh, has been a really, really cool transition. Just being able to implement my strategy side into those, because mm-hmm. those are all tactics, right? What you really have to have is a strategy and that's where people fall short is they don't really know how to reach an audience, how to connect. And really the biggest thing I'm finding in our industry is how to serve people. They're actually trying to just take rather than give, and they're, they're making way too many asks without giving first. It should be an 80-20 rule where you're doing 80% give and 20% ask, but it's kind of been the opposite from what I'm seeing in our industry. So let, you brought up some really great points. First one was starting with a baseline strategy 
and working and using almost seeing each one of these as a tool in your kind of tool belt to actually apply to different points in the strategy. There's not one right or wrong tool, but it comes back down to what's your strategy? What's the roadmap to get to where you want to go? So that was the first point that really stood out. The second point was you really lay into the side of the science of marketing. And that's really where we hone in as well. I mean, we're a neuro marketing agency. We look at the neuroscience and psychology research of marketing and then apply it to campaigns. What are some of those like fundamental levels that, you know, we have a lot of, and let me back this up. Our audience is pretty young entrepreneurs. And then we have entrepreneurs that are in probably their mid forties or early fifties that are starting to dip their foot into the digital realm. So we've kind of got this nice little divide there. What are some of those strategies that you would say is like a fundamental level that every business owner should have in place around the idea of psychology and marketing and not just on the graphic design side of it? Yeah, I I think this is a big deal. And and I want to break this into two categories, specifically for the younger people and the older people, because I think the older people have a lot more life experience. They've been there. They've seen that. They've had more of the problems and and struggles and challenges, where the young people are just starting to realize some of those challenges and struggles. So I'll start with the young people first. Um, The big thing that you got to do is, again, like I said, you got to go out there and serve people and figure out what the problems are. What is the problem that you're solving? If you're a great problem solver, you'll be a great business owner. That is the, really the true role of a CEO. Uh, um, and what I do on a day-to-day basis is solving problems, solving my clients' problems, solving my team's problems, solving whether it's a sales problem or a marketing problem, whatever that is. So I think that they need to understand that they're solving people's problems and those problems cause, cause, uh, cause them emotional pain and strife. So are they uncomfortable because they're broken living paycheck to paycheck? Are they stressed out because, you know, they're, there's so much financial pressure in their household that they're, you know, considering, you know, having to go back and live with their parents. What is that core problem that that person is, has in their life? If you can provide a solution to that, that's where you're building value and you're not selling price. And so a lot of these graphic designers or, or marketing people or anybody that's in our field, digital marketing space, they're going out there and just try to be competitive on price. That is, a, that is a dead end road, I can tell you firsthand. And so there's a lot of experienced people who know that, who understand that, but what they're not doing is they're not actually building, like I said, the logical, ethical, and emotional strategy behind their business. They're going and solving a problem, but how do you monetize that problem in a way where you can actually build real value and make a significant income versus all your competitors where you're not having to compete against Joe Schmo down the street where you have something that's completely different and packaged completely different from anybody else. So that's, that's the big one. And so how I go about doing that myself is I do the value stack is I, I figure out what that problem is. And then here's additional problems that they're going to see further down the road on their journey. And if I can include those things and take work and pressure and stress off of them, that's what they want. People that have experience, they've dealt with people, they've been burned by marketing agencies. They've been burned by graphic designers who didn't show up on time. I know those problems. I understand my industry. And so do these people who are more experienced. But how do you add value in those areas and actually attribute a monetary value to those things that you're going to bring to the table so that you're giving them peace of mind? I noticed that people that have a lot of life experience, what they want is just peace of mind. If you ask somebody that's a carpet cleaner, you call in for a carpet cleaning quote, and you're trying to find the best price, and they go, well, what's more important to you, quality or price? And you say, well, quality right? Because you got more experience. The young person is going to say, well, price, I'm just trying to get it done for as cheap as I can because I want to go out and have beer money or, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So then they have to go and it doesn't get done right and they have to go and do the job twice. Well, people with experience have gone through that. So they want 
peace of mind. They want security. They want that personal attention. And so I think that's an important thing to think about if you're a more experienced person is how can you offer that and, and build your value in that. There's, there's a monetary value behind being able to give somebody that peace of mind versus just selling a service or a package or an hourly rate. Sure. It's uh, the idea of certainty. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. How, do, how do you see that applying to some of these older business owners that are starting to really dip their foot inside of it? Um, you know, their platform that they've really started to dig into and see take a total 180 is LinkedIn. So yeah. how, are you, how are you seeing those worlds start to kind of combine and collide together? I love LinkedIn, man. I mean, I can't say enough about LinkedIn. There's so much potential and there are so many people doing it wrong. So a lot of people look at like, man, LinkedIn is just filled with telemarketing and prospecting and pitches after pitch and yeah. people telling their life stories on their very first message. Like that, <laughs> there's no better place to stand out and to differentiate yourself in the marketplace than LinkedIn with all of that garbage going on. Because if you can do something different, like sending an audio message or sending a personalized video, with their name because I've been getting some videos recently from people on LinkedIn and it's like, Hey, how you doing, man? I just want to make this video for you. And you can tell that it's just a total generic video that loses all credibility. Maybe I'm just a little bit more savvy to notice those kinds of things. And the average person isn't going to notice those, but it's all about authenticity. Do you want to be an authentic person in the marketplace? That's what stands out in the marketplace. And so if you can go on LinkedIn, add real value, post great content, look at the, the Shea Robottoms of the world or the Neil Patels that are on LinkedIn that have blown up their whole companies and careers. It's because of their authenticity. They're consistent, they're authentic, mm. and they're, they're just, they're offering value. They're not pushy. They're not, it's the 80-20 rule. They all have the same principle. They all follow that 80-20 rule. Value, 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 ask. Value, 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 ask. And it's the same thing over and over again. I love it. So we are, like I've said before, we are coming into the end of 2020. For those of you that are listening online in the future, we have seen such a shift. In the last 16 weeks, there has been more e-commerce sales done than in the entire history of the internet combined as wow. far as total amount of sales that are happening continuously. Where do you really see these trends starting to move through the rest of 2020, moving into 2021? How are you helping business owners kind of take that 10,000 foot view and take a step back from the puzzle so they can start to see the bigger picture? Well, the interesting part about that is a lot of the companies that haven't put any money into their online presence, their website, their rankings, and it just depended on word of mouth. Those are the ones that are going out of business. I mean, we have a hundred thousand restaurants that have gone out of business since March. hundred thousand. You know how many business owners that is? And then, and then think about the employees that were employed at those businesses. Uh, it's just, it's staggering. And that's just in one industry. Thankfully, I'm in an industry with the you know, contractors and construction and even legal. I have a you know, heavy, heavy stronghold in the, in the legal space. Uh, personal injury took a huge hit. I mean, who's out there in their car driving around getting the accidents right now with no, everybody quarantined? So a lot of these industries have had to adapt and find other ways to pivot. It, COVID cases, it may help you if you suffered a loss for your business. A lot of these in, injury attorneys are having to pivot their businesses. So being able to be lean right now is incredibly important. Being able to adapt and make adjustments and, and make those investments right now is going to be the difference between surviving or dying. And I think right now, I mean, these seasons for me is when I start thriving the most because I don't get stressed out. I don't freak out. I double down and I go deeper. And that's when I double down. That's the people that double down during these times are the ones that come out on the other side incredibly successful. So 
I want you to double down. I want anybody that's watching this to double down, build an app for your business. If you don't have one, there's, there's app builders that you can do it yourself, drag and drop app builders. You can hire developers like myself for, you know, I'm sure Alex has people. There's a lot of people that you can reach out to in the Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups and LinkedIn on your page. If there's a resource that you need there, you just have to ask. And I think that's where a lot of people right now are struggling as they're afraid to ask for help. They're afraid to be vulnerable. They're afraid to be transparent. And that's part of one of my core values that I live by is that transparency and just being open about your mistakes, being open about your struggles, being open about your challenges. That's the only way you're going to get breakthrough in your life. And yeah, it's uncomfortable, but what's worse, how uncomfortable is it going to be to go out of business and lose everything that you've worked so hard for? Right. So you got to put yourself outside your comfort zone. You got to take those chances and, uh, and ask for help, man. That's, that's just such a huge deal right now. Adrian, you brought up an amazing point and you are now like the sixth or seventh guest that we've had that have brought up this key point. So I hope it gets through everybody's head that the people and the businesses that invest in marketing and advertising and branding right now are always, always, always the ones that pull ahead because the attention is underpriced. Everybody's online right now and they're craving authenticity. They're craving something real because we're so tired as a culture and as a society of being fed polished fakeness all the time. Right. And that ability just to get real with somebody and make that connection is going to catapult your brand just that much further, especially when the tools that are available for us to do this are so inexpensive. Right. right. I mean, you, you were in the print world. You understand how what that barrier to entry can be. This yep. thing's free. I can I can literally take this computer with me anywhere, record a 20 minute Zoom call with somebody for a free service and post it up to YouTube for free. Yep. It's, it's right here, but it's that actionable step of, I don't have the 20, 30 minutes in my day to do this. Exactly. Can you afford not to? Is your, can your business afford not to try to put in the effort? That's right. And I, and I think the social media, harnessing social media, whether it's Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, whatever platform, even, even TikTok, right? Whatever platform it is, those are great ways to set up those Zoom calls and to get, get face-to-face on a Zoom call with somebody, which is awesome like we're doing right now. But even more so, think about the market on the print side because you've brought that up and looking at both sides of the fence. If you have a diversified approach, I think you have a much higher chance of success of not just relying only on digital and you still incorporate a little bit of print. Maybe it's 80, 20, right? That seems to be a good rule for most things. Think about right now, if you're a carpet cleaner or you do any kind of home services, window cleaning, solar, anything in the home services industry, even, even restaurant industry, everybody's home right now. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a second. Everybody is home. When has everybody been home? There has never been a better opportunity that I can think of, especially in my lifetime, where you could walk door to door, hang out a door, put a door hanger out there or a flyer on somebody's door and even knock on the door if you're confident. Maybe you want to probably wear a mask just to make people feel safe. But being able to knock on the door, step five feet back and six feet back, the six foot rule and and introduce yourself and, and say, hey, I'm out here making it happen. You are going to differentiate yourself because nobody else is doing that. You have to be willing to make yourself uncomfortable, go door to door, do the social media you know, business, you know, business to business stuff or business to consumer stuff and start, start conversations. That's the big thing. And, and what I tell all the people that I meet with that I mentor, and this is something that I live by, I should have tattooed on me is make more offers. Mm. You got to go out there every single day and make more offers. If it's an offer for a conversation, if it's an offer for you to go help them, whatever the offer is, you have to make as many offers a day as you possibly can. That is the, what it comes down to at the end of the day is how many offers did you make today? That is awesome. 
you made one, then the one you, who are you going to blame? You can't blame anybody but yourself. Man, that is so good. And that's something that's super actionable, right? Everybody wants that quick fix. That's the quick fix, right? The quick and dirty, go out and yeah. do the work. Go do the it, work, man. It's almost like an ax, right? Like you can hold the ax in your hand and sure, if you run around, you might be able to cut something down. But if yeah. you intentionally swing it at something with the intention of getting the result, over and over and over, over and over. Like and over. Patrick Bet David video that's on Motiversity. It shows him going door to door to the same guy's house every, probably every week. I don't know. They don't show the exact timeline, but you see him going to the same house over and over again. And the guy was like, get out of here, get out of here. Right. And he's like waving the guy off. And by like the third or fourth time, persistence wears down resistance. If you keep that in your mind and think some will, some won't, who cares who's next. Right. And mm -hmm. you keep pushing forward and you keep getting in front of them over and over again. And you show that you genuinely want to care and that you want to solve their problem. That's where your breakthrough is going to happen. And that's, it's just taking action, man. You're going to take massive action right now. Adrian, I love it. That's an amazing point to wrap on. Yep. Where can people find you? Where can they find more of your information? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, so I got a couple different companies, but adrianboysell.com, A-D-R-I-A-N, last name B-O-Y, S is in Sam, E-L.com. That's my personal website. And then adriangraphics.com. Those are my two main main businesses, things that I do on a day-to-day -day basis. I speak. I'm writing my book right now. That'll be out soon. Awesome. If they go to the Adrian Boy Cell and they put their name in there, I'll give them a free copy just for the people that are on your show. Love it. Oh, man, that's so good. Adrian Boy Cell, everybody. We will catch you on the next episode. Go make somebody smile today. <laughs>